All right, welcome to the uh, latest episode of the Old Man Ultras podcast. Uh, once again, we are a extraordinarily unofficial FCC podcast, um, and we last recorded right at the end of the right at the end of the season. Um, in the past two weeks, there's actually been a ton of stuff going on, and I will just as a little self edit there. I was going to say a shitload of things to go going on, but one of the very little bits of uh, listener feedback that we've received is that there's too much fucking cursing on this podcast. Uh, so, uh, so we'll try and clean it up a little bit. Um, anyway, once again, this is Schindler uh, uh, hosting here tonight, and I'm joined uh, by by the usual gang of suspects, starting with uh, Mr. Bubbles. Bubbles, how are you? I'm doing fucking awesome. <laughs> no, I'm doing very well. Um, I have really nothing much else to say other than I'm so happy to be podcasting in the off season right. the official off season because that city that plays on a baseball field we won't talk about them finish the usl and uh, yeah we definitely don't want to talk too much about uh, about that uh, thing although we, we should bring it up at some point because there was a really funny postscript to that um so you may remember him from previous podcasts as uh maca and a swarm and so in this episode he's actually Maccabee. so Maccabee, how you doing i'm very well thank you sir for my, my name for uh for reasons that might become apparent later <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also have our, our, our good friend next to us here uh, as yeah. usual <clears throat> this is uh, yeah was last week well last podcast was gonna just be stone but really felt that stone delicious ipa like felt better but i'm gonna just go with stone delicious <laughs> And I think I'm going to stick with that for now, and I think it's got a nice ring to it. Way better than Stone, but I'm Stone Delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, you are. So, go with that. Yeah, I, I sort of feel like maybe the nicknames are are, uh, are maybe solidifying a little bit, a, a little bit of, uh, you know, inside the podcast stuff. When we started this off, uh, actually, honestly, one of the reasons we, I thought about that we should do a podcast was we were... There's a night where Bubbles got himself a Bubbles at the game, uh, you know the the Ryan guys, the delicious Ryan guys beverage, Absolutely. and uh, and Maccabee said uh, decided that should be his nickname and that he would be the hardest one of all uh, <laughs> if we were actually ultras, and uh, and so uh, but then we're trying to figure out nicknames for the rest of us, but I sort of think maybe we've got we got a pretty good mix here, so these might stick around a bit. So I think so, uh, I think so too. Uh, I, I will say that I, I find Stone Delicious to be a all right. So I think first thing we want to talk about uh, of the many the long list of things we have to talk about is the is the stadium stuff. So we're recording this on uh, November fifteenth. Um, which I want to say because this is a very fast-moving uh, uh, environment. We've had a lot of news this week. Uh, so, Bubbles, why don't you bring us up to speed about where we're at? Uh, also, uh, again, as um, we've said, it's it's been a fast-moving week, and we started off the week with, the I think, the wonderful news that FCC, Lindner & Co. are going to privately build the stadium on their own. Now, we're, we can talk about the infrastructure later, but... Uh, the stadium in its entirety is in the the actual stadium will be privately financed and i know that was a lot of a lot of issues uh, amongst the community amongst the fans amongst people in this podcast um including most of us i think did not want a lot of or any tax dollars to go toward a new stadium um and i think you know them saying that reinforced how how well they're run and how well they're committed to this team yeah i mean i think uh i was uh it, it was interesting because um it sounds like there was that there have been obviously a series of negotiations for a while right so it's clear that the initial um setup which was linder would pay 200 million and 
the community would put in a hundred million uh, was an additional negotiation, right? So they were trying to figure out what you know what the deal is that they can they can swing because clearly, I don't think anyone would expect that the club would pay for like all of the infrastructure enhancements that would go into a stadium, no matter where it's built, right? I mean, I think there are some shitty stadium deals in this country, especially in this town. Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. so I think there was they clearly get that the, the, you know the taxpayers don't want to be on the hook for a lot of stuff. At the same time. You know, we build roads and, and infrastructure enhancements all the time for businesses in this country, right? So it's not out of the norm at all to say, like, you know, if we're going to put a stadium somewhere, you're going to help, you need to help us make sure that people can get to it and, and can park there and all that kind of stuff. Um, I do think the announcement by the club yesterday, it sounds like was clearly a way to put pressure on the county mm-hmm. to cough up more money. Um, and then I think the thing that happened today with the county commissioners basically spending the first, I don't know, 20 minutes there, their press conference talking about Paul Brown Stadium was just annoying as fuck, right? I mean, right. like, I don't, I mean, at some level, it's like, okay, fine, you think it's a good idea. It's been clear for like six months that the, it would not work to go to MLS, right? I mean, they don't want people playing in a football, at a football stadium unless it's the same ownership group. Right. That's just what it is. I mean, uh, you know, like you can argue, and I, I kind of argue whether MLS is a good thing to be in or not and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. it's clear, like, if you want to go to MLS, you've got to have a soccer-specific stadium. And the, and the Detroit, I think the one example was Detroit um, sort of dropping in the bidding process when um, there was a suggestion of put of, oh, and doing it in a, doing it in a not soccer-specific stadium. So their stock fell dramatically. Yeah. And I and I don't think I don't know if the county commissions county commissioners weren't listening, but they just stick with they stick with their PBS brand um, a lot. And yeah, I it was annoying. Yeah, I mean, I and you know I. Yes, I mean I, I don't know if since I don't know if FCC could sell out a sixty thousand seat Paul Brown Stadium, right? Maybe we could. We I mean there's who knows what the upper bound is, but you don't want to play in a have twenty thousand fa- fans in a sixty thousand feet stadium. If we're gonna stay at a football stadium, we'd stay at Nippert, right? right I mean right. it's like you know there's no so I don't know that part was really annoying, and then obviously they did say well if you if, if you can't if 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 everyone won't pretend if our magical thinking around Paul Brown Stadium doesn't work, then can we uh, you know we'll give you give you 15 million to build a parking garage which okay that's not nothing and i think it, right. i'm sure there's more negotiations going on but it was it was a little bit frustrating sure. yeah i mean I, I felt like what we saw like today it really was or this this whole week really there's just there's competing interests right there's you know kind of three sides of that there's the mls is trying to protect their brand which i kind of get right i get when they say we're when you're coming into a new market you're going to build a dedicated stadium and that's what it is they they don't want competition like they want to be the next, you know, Major League Baseball, NFL, something like that. Totally understand that. I don't agree with it, really, essentially, because it's like it's on their side. But I, but I understand their point there. Uh, I feel like the Hamilton County Commissioners are looking for any way they can to have people or someone bail them out of the shit deal that they have with Paul Brown Stadium, and that's that's really, I think, what their angle is. And it's they, they know it's horseshit. They know it's not gonna it's not gonna fly. That's kind of why they floated out this weak Plan B. Which might end up being okay, like you said, you know, like fifteen million isn't nothing. Right. So you know we do need infrastructure. So I think there's going to be some more deals with the with the city and everything else. But yeah, I mean, Lenders the third, they're 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 trying to build a soccer club. Right. And you know, I, I Paul Brown Stadium is not where it's at, especially not with the baggage that, that place has with with this town. 
Exactly. So, yeah. So. Well, the the one thing in the in the press conference I thought was really interesting is, uh, there, I guess at one point he said something about that they want to protect, they want to make sure there's a tenant in Paul Brown Stadium because I guess the Bengals lease is up in ten I years. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. That is not FCC's <laughs> yeah, thing to fix, exactly. right? And I and it is interesting because if you talk to I, I've like plenty of civilians, like non fans, have asked me about this over the past couple of weeks. And I do think a lot of people that don't pay attention and don't care about soccer are like, well, why couldn't you just play in Paul Brown? Isn't sure. that fine? So I get that it's it's a tough thing to explain to people, and it involves explaining it involves sort of accepting the fact that you've got this MLS cartel that is able to make a lot of demands on what it would take to get in, which I do think is fundamentally wrong, right? I think it, we'd be better served if our top division in the U.S. was more open and had more teams in it and all that kind of stuff. But all that being said, it is what it is. These are not new rules. This isn't a new idea. Like, I'm sure FCC's been talking about this with everybody for a year, right? And so that that part was just really irksome today. Yeah. And I think you saw that in the fan reaction and, you know, the side and the fact that I really grew to hate over the course of the, you know, just reading the news reports, Todd Portune's mustache. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, I've, I've always voted for Portune. He was the first Democrat to get on the Hamilton County Commission in a really long time. And so I was like, yeah, I've always, but man, I was like, man, you're not, you're not helping me here, buddy. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I do think that. fundamentally that the fact that the vast majority of the investment of, for the stadium is going to come from the private uh, equity of the, of the owners is correct. That's good. That's right. what should happen. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. much, and it's, and it is a good deal, right? I mean, relative to, you know, I don't know from a European perspective, if it would be different. I mean, I don't think, I mean, obviously there's very little, there are, there are still some, I mean, like I just know from the, the Spurs stadium that there's been mm-hmm. some stuff that the council's done to help, yeah, you know, improve the, transport and stuff like that. It's been, it's been quite weird in, in Europe because like a lot of the stadiums are well established already and, and been there for years uh, yeah, and, in, okay. and improvements to the, the sort of community have been ongoing. But yeah, we've seen in the past like five years, we've seen, um, we've seen Arsenal change grounds we've seen Tottenham now change around there's Chelsea are on the way and I don't know what the the ins and outs are, are but I, th- I think that like a lot of the councils are behind them because they know how much money right. it brings in and a lot of these deals as well have been financed by the big sponsorships and right. uh, companies and things like that so yeah. it's taken the minimum amount of, of, of kind of like taxpayers money and so I actually felt a bit weird the other day when I was in there talking to someone about it and I said because they don't want to be spending your tax dollars like I don't pay tax. I, just, <laughs> I just want to say now that I actually do pay tax yeah. um, when, I, when I work. Well, so um, you're, hey, listen, well, not just, like right now, you don't need to buy anything. You exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. Right. But but it right. was it was strange this week how how I went from kind of thinking on Monday that the uh, or I think it was Monday that the announcement or Tuesday was that oh this is going to be funded completely by yeah. by us and I, I didn't really realize that. You know the Hamilton County were going in there to 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 sort of discuss some sort of money to alleviate some of the the costs for we're talking about this garage that's mm-hmm. going to be put in infrastructure and and things like I thought oh this is this looks like it's going ahead now yeah, right. there has actually been a response from from, um, from, from Jeff Bearding have you got club. that yeah. Yeah. yeah he's actually in in Texas at the moment that's isn't right. he. Um, and he's saying that when he gets back, he's going to be. Have you got it there that yeah. you can? Uh... Yeah. So yeah, the FCC um, club statement response to Hamlet County's media briefing um, basically said, um, at this time, we have not spoken with Hamilton County officials, only hearing the public statements today. Our owners in FC Cincinnati will fund the stadium, but will not be fund will will not be funding public infrastructure routinely covered by governments. And then they went on to say. 
We will happily work decisively this week with Hamilton County to ensure they are fully informed relative to Paul Brown Stadium. As it relates to the need for soccer-specific stadium, the MLS sets its requirements in the best interest of the league. Respectively, they know the business of soccer and the league the best. The financial... Oh, that is a fuck you to top <laughs> It is. Oh, there's a, I think there's a lot of fuck you to top fortune. The financial data we transparently shared with the county proves to us that Paul Brown Stadium would not support an MLS team. But we are interested... Or let me read it. This is probably how I wrote it. We are really fucking interested to see how they could have come to a different conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, he's currently in Houston presenting Cincinnati to the U.S. Soccer Federation for the opportunity to win a host city award for the 2026 World Cup. And then once he says, once he returns late tonight, he'll be working back at it with elected officials just to see if we can get something done. Uh, So it seemed like a, like a, like, hey, we hear you, but again, Paul Brown Stadium is not going to work. Yeah, that's, um, like you said earlier, that the the idea of having, like on some of the games that we have, like twenty thousand people being dwarfed by empty seats. Even though twenty thousand is a great attendance for our games, to be dwarfed by forty thousand empty seats and being in like this this, this sort of like cauldron, right? Where, where, it, you it know, really is. it is. Like it, it would just yeah. the atmosphere would go, and I, I just that is like that's mm, sort of makes me shiver a little bit to think about that. Um, um, the other thing that I, I didn't understand was was how there was this money set aside for like this hotel tax money it was like 2.8 million or something and it was like this money is there that's it's it's what hotels pay in tax and that seems to be there in like this i don't know if it's like one of those al gore like locked boxes or something (laughs) but it just seems to be like does this seems to be this i don't know if they found it down the back of the sofa or something but there just seemed to be this money and it, it falls well short of uh, you know, of, of kind of like the, this. Uh, what was it? If we put two hundred million in. This seventy-five million comes yeah. from somewhere else, and even with this, these other things, we're still like sixty million shy of of kind of the cover. I, I didn't understand. There are some things that, that, that with the stadium announcement where I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not like a reporter on the scene yeah. with my finger in my ear going to the studio. What's that you say? (laughs) You want me to explain that live on air? I don't think I can. Um, There are some things about this that that just confuse the the heck out of me. Um, My my dream is is that we do have a stadium. And this is where me and my wife butt heads a little bit. She's... she's, she can't understand why I'm kind of reticent to have the stadium in Newport mm-hmm. if that is better for the city and better for the club just because travelling supporters <laughs> might mock us <laughs> for not being really in, in yes. Ohio yes. Um, that, that's something that we're still working on yeah. <laughs> right now me, me and Mrs. McAbee but, um, but, but sometimes I do think to myself like yeah I want this stadium built and I, I do want it in Cincinnati I like the composites I've seen. I, even though we might get to the one that they put on FC Cincy, yeah. it was this lovely composite of the ground, and it looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, and they put in a few people for perspective. There's Ronnie Disco, oh, really? <laughs> with his megaphone walking, <laughs> walking about twenty feet ahead of the march. Like he just walks around with a megaphone all the time. There's a woman in a ball gown walking up the stairs to the stadium. I don't know where they got the, the whoever's doing the composites for FC Cincy. I'm no Photoshop genius, but 
I could probably do so a little bit better but it's, 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 it's hilarious it's a shame this is a podcast but that's by the by but I see this new stadium and I get so excited about it and thinking this just looks beautiful you just walk up these stairs and you're mm. in the ground and you're right. at pitch level and there's this beautiful outside of it that seems to change colour between red and yeah, blue yeah. and it just looks so nice and if there is a 2026 World Cup when, when we are really fucking old men ultras um, it would be a lovely stadium to host uh, international football and we've already had the women's team at Nippet it would be lovely to have this stadium Um, and I get excited thinking about it but what disheartens me all the time is thinking of that there are people in government in town just going hey just play games with Paul Brown right it's yeah. there yeah. you know it's there come on and you it, know it feels a little patronizing in a way too because it's like you know you, obviously there's an old guard of people around here that don't like soccer or don't care about it so it's like oh play your little kickball in Paul Brown Stadium you know it's really yeah. what it, Where did that come that's really from? what it feels like yeah kickball. yeah that, that I, I, and so I don't know the um the other thing, obviously, with the announcement that they were going to wholly self-fund the construction was they were they were reducing the seat count to 21,000, um, which, I mean, the cool thing would be every game will be sold out, right? right. I mean, right. every ticket will sell. Um, but it's kind of too bad in a way, too, because one of the nice things about Nippert is they've got that great flex where yeah. you can go to 35,000 seats. Yeah. Um, I would imagine they'll probably have a good enough relationship with Nippert, so, like, for open cups or friendly and stuff like yeah. that, they could they could play right. there. Yeah. Um, but you know that that would that would be kind of a shame to uh, you know to have that low of a cap because my guess is I, I realize it's built so it can be expanded but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know out of the gate that does seem a little bit small. I will say I have actually become a little more reconciled to the Newport idea. Um, I still my, I I do think that the fact that my major objection is the opposing fans chance is probably not adult is it enough. And I and I don't. I don't love the Oakley idea. I think it's got some pluses to it. Mm-hmm. I think it could it could be great. I mean, there could be ways to make it great. It's a it does have a more suburban feel. You've got all those big box stores around there. Yeah. You don't have there's Mad Tree, but there are very few other big bars around. So I mean, Mad Tree is already a complete zoo on any kind of given day. On a match day, it would be un- with you know probably five thousand fans trying to go there. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a really monstrous, right? So. <laughs> Whereas Newport, you you spread all that stuff out a lot more. It'd be kind of it would be kind of cool to march over the bridge or to yeah. you know and there's either bridge like the one from Newport or the one from Covington or one from the uh, from Cincinnati. So I can get my head around it. I'll, yeah. I'll be good if that's the way it works. Well, yeah. One thing that, 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 that my wife and I did talk about earlier was I I did say to her over dinner that yeah it would be good to march across a bridge. Oh yeah. To to the game and I did and I, I do apologize just before for referring to her as the missus. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I was I was just a little yeah. bit get, getting a bit like a, a head up about all this, but yeah I've I too have warmed to the idea of Newport and it it does seem rather curlish to kind of be like oh we don't want our team in Kentucky yeah but. At the same time, at the same it's, time, it's like, uh, FC yeah. Newport. Yeah, see, uh, oh, it, can yeah. You, you can hear it now. You can hear it now. <laughs> so the only time I warmed up to the idea was literally today when when I heard you know the Paul Brown Stadium announcement. I'm yeah. just like, fuck it, just put it in Newport. Yeah. But honestly, that's yeah. as far as I got. It's I the still alternative. Say, here. Yeah, Newport. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is like I, it's, it's almost like the alternative of making it a viable option because. Yeah. It's it's almost like we're starting to see that you know sort of like this isn't going to happen. I, I mean, if someone said to me, "Would you right. want to play in Newport or Paul Brown?" I'd probably be like, "Let's have our own stadium in Newport, like yeah. tomorrow." Yeah, you know, and yeah. it, it's but it's it's not ideal. And and the thing is, is a part of me thinks 
at the same time is is like this this doesn't have to be done tomorrow right. <laughs> you know this yeah. this really i i've said before on a few a couple of podcasts and to a few people i'm quite happy staying at nippet and staying in usl for for, for like three more seasons yeah. and and kind of like letting this progress like naturally and let's you never know what might turn up. Um, you, you never know. Uh, they might demolish a big part of uh, North Side one day or something. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there's there's a dog on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like 70s football. Right. There's a dog on the pitch. What would Ray Hudson say? Yeah. What would Ray Hudson say if there was a dog on the pitch? Oh, I, I couldn't even, after my last attempt at a metaphor with that flat banana thing. Yeah. I, no, I, that was the best I, ever. I did. But my children have been, have been quoting that saying all week long. You are kidding. You don't want a flat banana. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, here we go. Yeah, we, we have a dog now. Yeah. What, what do you think about the stadium proposal, boy? <laughs> okay, you can just lick my hand. <laughs> so, in summary, yeah. Yeah. what? Yeah, so yeah. I, I, obviously, lots more to come, I think. Um, but the one thing around, I, I did see that the somebody on Twitter today posted something that they have heard, and I think this is, again, a negotiating thing more than anything else. That the club has already said, if they if they miss this round of expansion, they're going to drop the budget down to more typical USL levels, uh, which oh. I think is a little bit of a scare tactic too, right? Because yeah, I yeah. do think that's you know yeah whatever. I mean, it feels like from all the reporting I've seen, there's three cities for two spots, and you know, it's Sacramento, yeah. Nashville, and us. Yeah. I don't really understand how. Na- I realize Nashville's got a good stadium deal in place. They've Net their, this is their first USL year coming up, so right. they. Yeah. I feel like they got to prove it a little bit. So I do feel like if we can get this stuff sorted out, we're going to get the spot. Okay. Um, so more to come on the stadium. A um, couple other things we want to talk about. We actually have two new players. Woo-hoo! So yes, yes, we do. Gosh, let me get my notes up here Be- because I did. Thankfully. <laughs> The uh, the official website actually gives pronunciations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've signed we've signed a forward and a defender. So let's go with the forward first. His name is Daniel Haber, and um, what I was gonna say he was I was just had his age here. He's five foot ten. Honest. Oh, oh, um, he's twenty five. Good age. Good age. Good age. He, he's Canadian. He was good age. Good age. Good age. Good age. I did have his Wikipedia up, but I've got, it's gone now. I mean, not that I can trust that on it. But, um, oh, there you go. Look at this. Thank you. This just in <laughs> from my right-hand side. Thank Stone you. Stone delicious. Stone yeah. delicious. Um, but, yeah, he's 25. He's a good age. He's, um, and he's, he's, he's done a lot of his, uh, from Maccabee Hafi, which is an Israeli team. He spent his time there and then kind of went through uh, a few other clubs in Israel. Um, he was in Ayanapa at one point. Um, uh, but he's been with the Whitecaps and the Real Monarchs in, yep. in Canada. And uh, let's have a look at his club statistics. So we've got him here. His, um, his appearances, he, he's not got a good return on some of his goals. But he looked all right. In, yeah. And he's played for the Canadian national team, team five times. Um, that was in 2013. So he's not made many appearances just yet. But, um, but, but nice to see us signing someone and someone young as well. And, you know, I mean, whatever. So, like, the last two years, he's had seven goals and four assists both years, I think they said yeah. in the press release. So, you know, that's, that's certainly better numbers than we got from any of our wide attackers this year. I right. mean, I think he's clearly 
in my mind, would be competing with, you know, the Wiedemann spot and the Dacris, you know, spot and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, Rest you know, in peace, Dacris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still think about you. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, the only other thing I think is a little bit of a worry is just that he, he's somebody that, um, that Koch has had a he That's had it before. What I, to, right? yeah. I don't want to. So, I don't want to label him right. Yeah. but he is. He's one of the Koch Canadians. Yeah, so. <laughs> and so that's just a little bit of a trend. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little, a little more on Koch at the end of the podcast because I have a little anecdote about him. But he, um, the, I, that that part just makes me a little bit nervous. Right. So. Um, and then the other guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Dekel. Yes, uh, uh, Dekel. Keenan. 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 I didn't know how to pronounce. Keenan. Yeah. The, again, the. The FC Cincy page tells us how to pronounce them. That's so, so nice. Dekel Keenan. I was calling him Deacle all day. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's a defender. And the, what I liked about what I liked about him when I saw him, he, he's six foot. And um, the the website actually showed him saying, "This is what you get when you sign him." And they showed this nice like little YouTube clips, uh-huh. five yeah. of him, just like almost like you know, Decal says no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the way, and kind of defending very nice. nicely. He's uh, like say he's six foot. He's thirty three, which is good age for a defender. Yeah, uh, you can argue. And he's been around, man. He's been around again. Started off in Maccabee. Yeah, Hey-oh. <laughs> Hey-oh. Nice. and he played around in a, in a couple of the teams in Israel. And then he did a bit of time in England. He was at Blackpool for a spell, huh. Cardiff City. Then he went on loan to Crystal Palace and Bristol City. All good places to kind of like you know get, you know experience a bit of rough and tumble in the lower leagues. And um, in total, he's had like uh, it looks like uh, again the way they do it. He kind of like he's had some some weird returns here. He like played uh, like he's had 136 appearances for um, for Maccabee. Got six goals, not bad for a defender. Yeah. Played 23 appearances for another team. Got three goals. He always seems to have scored wherever he's gone, apart from his Great. loans at Palace and Bristol. But he was only there for a total of four games. Okay. But um, but he had a, he, for Cardiff City. He had a good run of 19 games. Um, scored a couple of goals, which again you don't expect your defenders. But he could be one of those guys at six foot that we bring up for corners and knocks them in. Yep. Which is good. And when I looked at his honours, yeah, he's a winner. He's won. Uh, he's won a couple of Israeli Premier Leagues. He's been in the Toto Cup, which I don't know if you know this guy. Uh, the the Inter Toto Cup was this thing that for teams that don't normally make European places in in England, they kind of put you in this like, do you want to come into this tournament that happens in the summer? And these guys go, yeah. And if you win it, you kind of do get like a European chance to qualify yeah. so he's won the Toto Cup nice. uh, and it's not named after the band oh, <laughs> I don't know what it's named after and uh, and he's, he's 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 been around so this uh, is international career that was something I wanted to look at yeah he's played he's been basically a full international since he was like 19 um, he's made quite a lot of appearances and uh he could be he could be a guy we need, you know what I mean? Um Alan Koch did say, I did have it here, he said he's a leader of men. Oh yeah. Oh, a nice. leader of men. He kinda looks like he could be as well. Yeah, uh, he does. yeah. I, I will say he I mean, thirty three is on the high edge in terms of age, but he seems like a real adult. He's yeah. kind of, it's a, a little bit like the Justin Hoyt signing, right? Where it's yeah. like yep. somebody who's played a at a professional level, yeah. very professional. Knows what he's, yeah, yep. yeah knows what he's doing. Really. So yeah. I, I was very happy with that signing. Yeah. I am too. My, my only concern, I'll say, was I'm like, shit, Delbridge is out. Like, as soon as I saw this guy, that was that one height of the, and the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. height and the stature of well, him but, as well. Yeah. yeah, the guy I think is really not coming back is Barry. 
I, oh, really? That's yeah. the one I, I actually th- I still maintain my Delbridge conspiracy theory, which is that if we get the MLS pet, he's coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think Barry's not signed. There's been no rumors about him. I think he's probably gone, which is too bad because it's really nice. He's one of our own. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I'll just, I'll just give you my Alan Koch incident now. So uh, uh, last night was the premiere of uh, Rise Together, which is a, a nice, uh, excellent FCC show on Spectrum uh, Sports. And uh, it's possible that Mrs. Schindler has had a couple things to do with that show. So uh, she put <laughs> yeah. together she put together a little well pre- preview party at Ryan House, yeah. and the coach came. And first of all, the coach uh, this was supposed to be a private event, <laughs> or at least a, a very small membership event, um, just for just to get you know people that were in the show together so they could see it and hopefully get a little online excitement about it. And there was some online excitement, and partly generated by coach Koch because he tweeted out about the event as well as the show nice. so and, and then the club put on their Facebook page so they were expected they didn't have they had no idea how many people were going to show up but it was about oh, probably close to capacity so probably I, I close to 100 yeah, yeah you could yeah. walk yeah, yeah. That's, that's for sure I saw a fire marshal poking his nose through yeah. the window oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right I think, I think, I, I, I think there yeah. was a guy right. I think yeah, it was pretty heaving at one point yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely crowded in there but it was awesome I mean the it crowd was, was great it the really show was, was great yeah um, but I, and I did have a little chat with uh, Coach Koch, and I was asking him where he's going and all that stuff and how his travels are going. He did say the little bit of insider info, which I don't think is too too revealing to say, is that he's got a family vacation planned in Hawaii in the middle of December, I think. He told me the date, but I don't remember it. Um, and that his goal is to have the roster done by then. And, really? And, and, oh. and that he's got to get on that plane or he's not going to survive. <laughs> so, so that was good to know. So I yeah. expect we'll hear quite yeah, a bit more uh, player news. Yeah, man. Well, weeks. he's obviously just got back from Israel. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Well, <laughs> and that was on his uh, – I, I don't know if you saw it. They were doing the Where in the World is yeah. Coach Koch. And they, I knew Israel was one of the places he stopped. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. I didn't oh. really see where else he went. I wasn't following that too closely. But, yeah, I think we'll definitely get some more, uh, some more player announcements there. Some um, un- unknown Hawaiian under nineteen yeah. is, is, awesome. is currently right. polishing his boots yeah. now, yeah. just in case there's and an extra his spot passport left. ready. Yeah. Well, no, point, no, he yeah. doesn't need so a passport. So if you're listening in Hawaii, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aloha, all of our Hawaiian Aloha. fans. Aloha. Or if you just really want to make an impression and you, you know. Uh, just want to also combine that with a trip to Hawaii. Get, yeah. on, get on the plane yeah. Yeah. sometime oh. in December and stock uh, Coach Koch. Well, let, let, let's see. Uh, let's have a look to see which, which players are currently vacationing in <laughs> yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple other bits of news today, this week. Um, hilariously, in the midst of all the rest of the stuff going on, so there was the the Monday announcement by the club about the stadium. Uh, there was the the shirt sponsor thing, which we'll talk about. Um, they also put out a, a, a 10.30 on Tuesday morning. They were like, oh, the club's got another announcement. And so there was lots of speculation online about what it could possibly be. Um, and it was the announcement of a kiosk at Liberty <laughs> Center. <laughs> what? Yeah. So at the Liberty Center Mall, there is now a kiosk, an FCC kiosk. It's actually pretty funny. There's a picture of it. It's got like a soccer net. And you can go buy uh, ticket vouchers. You can. I don't actually. I like that. I don't know what else you could do. You can get. This is breaking news for you, bubbles. Yeah. yeah, this is breaking news yeah. for me. Uh, you can get. Uh, I believe you can buy merch. Um, limited amounts of merch, but you can buy merch. Um, and it was this big thing. Like, uh, this is their outreach to the northern Cincinnati market. And uh, anyway, it was pretty funny. So, uh, 
I, I, the funniest comment I saw on the, the Reddit was basically the first comment under the post was, you know, basically, take that, Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a kiosk. What do you have? Um, and I did try to make the, uh, the FCC Liberty uh, song with it were by far the greatest kiosk the world's ever seen. <laughs> uh, that didn't get taken up very heavily, but we'll see. Well, well you know, that's exciting news. Yes. Yeah. I mean, personally, I, as someone who does occasionally go to work at, in the Liberty area, yeah. um, I could stop and get some merchandise, yeah. maybe, and some <laughs> ticket enough. vouchers, but I wouldn't need them because I think we're all bailed yeah. up for the year. Uh, so. yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I, I think an old man ultra's road trip to the kiosk is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You can all get our photographs next to the kiosk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Would it be funny though if it does bend t-shirts as well? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it does. I, I think that's what the point is. So is right? it un, is it unmanned? No, there's a person. There's there. a person oh, standing. Oh, yeah. Is it like that person who sells sunglasses at the mall exactly kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, exactly or does the spray t-shirts? Yeah. At the mall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, super. So one thing I did find odd was I thought the timing was weird because it's like the day after. No, the a few days after they announced a kiosk, I don't know if you guys saw this in the news today, but the Dayton Dynamo. So they're like semi-pro soccer yeah. team. Ah. I think they have new ownership now, and there's this commitment now to bring them to a professional right. league. They didn't they didn't name which one well. or whatever, right? But I think Dayton's now trying to kind of make a grab in, into that market. And I kind of thought part of the reason why they were putting the kiosk in Liberty Centers, they're kind of you know they they want to draw more fans mm-hmm. from from a little bit yeah. more north. So I'm pretty uh, sure I saw like a, a shark. Tank. I don't watch much TV, but when I do, yeah, <laughs> I watch Spectrum Sports Ohio. I'm Shark Tank. But I, I'm pretty sure I saw these guys who had a kiosk that they were trying to sell to the. Oh yeah. In England, we call it Dragon's Den. So the yeah. sharks. They, uh, they, they were trying to sell it to the sharks. We in, always in have the shitty names. We always take the coolest shows from England, but we give them shitty names that are never as good. Well, you don't have any dragons in America. That's true. We Fair have dragons yeah. are plenty. We have sharks. You have a lot yeah. of sharks. We yeah. don't have sharks. All right. That so would be ridiculous. It makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure, pretty sure these guys yeah. had this chaos, and they were like, hey, your clients can just put whatever they want in it. It requires one person to man it. Yeah. Put them on minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> and one guy was like, yeah, okay, I'll go, I'll go in with that. Yeah, there's always a Scottish guy. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go in with that. Yeah. Right. And FC went bing. Yeah, they watched that dragon's leg. Maybe maybe our, 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 our hallowed leader watches the show. Yeah, tank. I was like that's what we need a kiosk. Right, <laughs> and we got one. And yeah. speaking and Louisville of, don't. That's yeah. right. That's right. Even we know they won't. That's the right. Yeah. Even no more. Kiosk at a baseball field. Where's your kiosk? Where's your kiosk? <laughs> to put uh, your cup in. That's right. <laughs> so we could delve in, just briefly delve into the. I have, I have one thing I do want to say about ex- other expansion clubs or you know Dayton. I don't know if you that was this was breaking news today that Rochester may not be playing next year. I don't yeah, know if you heard that. I did not hear that. They need to raise one point five, one point three to one point five million dollars by November thirtieth to cover oh, expenses, and they can't. They're, I don't think they can do it with the 2,500. Or I don't know if they have 2,500 season tickets, but that's their goal. Yeah. Oh, and man. so that's... we, yeah, which is sort of, you know, nostalgic in that they were the last non MLS team to win Open Cup. Open Cup. Yeah. And so, oh, wow. It just, yeah, sort they've of. Given, they've given us some games as well, mm-hmm. you know, over the season. That's, that'd be real shit. It's always sad to see a team yeah. go out of existence because of something yeah, like, I mean, like that. Yeah. That's that's a shame, man. I, did I didn't some, know that. Yeah, I did see some chat that they may try to 
reform in the USL two, the Division three league. Okay. okay. Um, because they just can't get fans. I mean, yeah. there was, I, I looked a little bit on the Reddit there, and there was a guy posting about how. He lives like 10 minutes from the stadium, and he's tried to get people to go. The only person he could get to go was a New York Red Bulls 2 fan who came to watch the Baby Bulls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, you're just like, that's just, it's just for whatever reason it hasn't taken, right? Yeah. Which, is, which is too bad. Yeah. What um, else has Rochester got it? Got there. They, have, they don't have baseball or anything. It's, eh, they probably they have, have a minor league baseball, 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 baseball okay, team. Yeah. But, uh, that's a that's shame, man. I don't like hearing about teams going out like that. It's happened yeah. a few times in, in England where. The other teams have got together like there was a Yeovil Town and I think Barnet in the lower divisions I used to go and see Barnet when I lived in London just because you could get a ticket and walk right in the door and um, it's it's a real when I hear about teams going out of extinction like that or threatened you sometimes get like you know a few people throwing in a few quid in a bucket just to help them out and stuff as long as the, the ownership hasn't dragged them under and I think with Rochester as far as I know, they're a well-run organization. It's just that they haven't had the support. Yeah, right. They're not as fortunate as us. But that's a real shame, man. If that yeah. happens, because yeah, they, they've given us I've, mm-hmm. they've given us a few a few good games, and that's always a, a downer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple other. I don't know if you saw this, but um, so USL, uh, there's going to be a Atlanta United B team mm-hmm. in USL this coming season. Uh, obviously, Nashville's coming in. They made an announcement that Memphis will have a team in 2019, and I guess they're going to go to three conferences. They're going to do a, an East, a Central, and a West, hmm. um, which that could be interesting. I think the other the other thing that's really up in the air right now is uh, what's going to happen with the Nassau clubs, like whether Nassau is yep. going to make mm-hmm. it, because I think um, the San Francisco team is maybe going to fold. They lost their Division Two status, so it'll be a Division Three. So one of the things that could mean is Indy could wind up in mm-hmm. USL. They're talking. I think there are conversations about that. Which so honestly, like that Central Division conference thing could be great for yeah, us. Yeah, if, totally. for, even if it's just for a year or two, where right. you have, you know, road trips. Road trips. Louisville, yeah. Indianapolis, yeah. Nashville, you know, Pittsburgh. I mean, St. Louis. St. Louis. And maybe yeah, Dayton's going to try to grab one of those spots. Yeah. 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 Maybe they see the opportunity with Columbus and everything. Else. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is, uh, unfortunately, it sounds like maybe Columbus could wind up in USL too, depending on you know wow. what actually yeah. happens with MLS. Yeah. So. Yeah. Any updates on that? Any updates on the, so, the crew? So not Hello. nothing good. There was a meeting today between the mayor of Columbus and Don Garber and other MLS officials and pre-court was there. And basically the mayor released a statement afterwards that said, uh, essentially we were hoping that MLS and pre-court would uh, negotiate with us in good faith and they don't appear to want to do that. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's honestly one of those things that it's like, I don't really, I will be excited if FC Cincinnati gets to MLS. I am very, I am very disappointed in what MLS is doing with this. And I think it's, it's a really, it makes you, worried about whether or not it's actually the right thing to go there because is right. it fundamentally just a fucked up league that yeah. we shouldn't be part of so right anyway so I, i'm sure there's more to come on that but it was it didn't sound good at all and um it was like uh, well done to the crew uh <laughs> thumping uh, new york city oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> exciting games both of them yeah yeah it was and where are they playing again the 29th 21st, 21st. the 25th and then it's the 29th it's it, sold out like, yeah, good, really, good for them. Yeah, good, for really them. Good. good for them. Good for them. No, the second leg will be on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So the twenty first is a Tuesday, and yeah, I twenty fourth. Oh no, twenty fifth is a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I think that's when they play the second. Uh, and we, we had Old Man Ultra's representation, Jason, in the form right. of you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm yeah. going to the next one too. Hey, there yeah, you go. So there nice. you go. Uh, yeah, Are you so, go, you're going Tuesday. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, and sold out, which is cool. I do think it would be 
the best thing ever. I mean, the best thing ever would be for the crew to, you know, get sold to somebody who actually cares about it and isn't a, you know, entitled douchebag, douchebag, yeah. uh, you know, whatever the fuck pre-court is, you know, just uh, some rich kid who, you know, was born on third and thinks he hit a triple, right? I mean, the yeah. guy is a complete jackass. I think entitled douchebag was a good... Yeah, that probably <laughs> summed it up. Um, but, you know, the second best thing would be for Don Garber to hand him the MLS Cup in Columbus Stadium yeah, and Columbus Crew oh, Stadium. Yeah. So, well, yeah. you know, the entire sold out crowd sings uh, you know, save the crew, right? Yeah. Uh, I totally so, agree with that. Um you know, and I guess the way because of the way the, the playoffs worked, um, whoever wins the Toronto Columbus series, which Toronto's a heavy favorite, I think they're you know, they'll, they they'll probably yeah. win. But whoever wins hosts hosts MLS Cup because both the Western Conference teams have a lot worse records. So you know, it could happen. Yeah. yeah. So, one other open. question, just sort of logistics. Is it a like a two leg for the for the final? Yeah, the, fi- the final is yeah. a one off, and it's hosted oh, right. by whichever team has the best has so the most that would points. Be even better. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I went to the 2015 MLS Cup, which was hosted at the Crew, uh, they lost to Portland, obviously. So that would be great. And, and like like I said in a previous podcast, when. Um, when Columbus Crew lost the final, and there was that wonderful picture of that woman in the crowd giving the finger to the head of the like, it would be great to see them win it, yeah. and to see my Columbus Crew kind of girlfriend give the finger <laughs> to to their owner. It's like, yeah, we won it. So I'm thinking of you. I'm always thinking of her. <laughs> she looks like uh, she looks like someone famous. I can't remember who. Don't tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, blimey. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Does anybody, I mean, I, the other thing the, today was the announcement that if we get to MLS, that uh, Mercy Health is going to kick in five, $5 million a year for I shirt know. sponsorship, which apparently is one of the That's, one of the highest, if not the highest yeah, in MLS. I think it's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't particularly fond of the new kits, like just the design. Yeah, I haven't just, uh, seen it yet. So I yeah. seen it. what they said was that is right. not the new kit. It's right. just, it's just, a, just it's a, just like a mock up basically because yeah. it didn't which, even have a. Yeah. Which, you just threw the label on there. Really. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I but, get that. But the Mercy but, Health logo is a little bit weird. It's like this intertwiny green thing. Yeah. That, uh, and believe yeah. you me, in the last few weeks, I've seen plenty of Mercy Health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I might be I might be paying for That's this. You're doing your part. Sponsored by. Maccabee. Yeah, thanks, Maccabee. It's for the yeah. team. It's, it's for the team. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, the only other thing. Let's let's just address it and never speak of this ever again. Lucy, congratulations to your cup. Your sh- your field is still shit. Um, so yeah. the best part. So I actually I only watched the last half hour. It was pretty shitty. Uh, but I will say the goal was worthy of winning a cup. Right. It was it a was, really nice goal. But the funniest part was I don't know if you guys saw this, but after the game. The USL announcers, Mike was still hot, and they basically were talking about how shitty the Louisville <laughs> pitch is and how it kind of ruined the spectacle. Did, did, and, do you have the quote? Uh, the quote is So you're telling me I can't talk about how shitty the field is and what a crap game this was. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, Which, uh, that pretty much sums it up, right? It doesn't really get much better than that. So I, I'd like to thank Louisville City for providing us with one more. It was fun to beat you at your place. Um, it was even kind of fun to go down there and, 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 and watch our fans get thrown out for having streamers. Right, right, right. Uh, but it was really fun to hear that. So right. congratulations, and uh, we'll be taking that cup next year. And not to, not to perseverate, but the opposing coach, uh, Swope Park, I think also said, 
at halftime, the ball does bounce funny ways. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking baseball field. Well, they put yeah. sod over yeah, the baseball right. yeah, field. Exactly. <clears throat> and I watched I watched the most of the first half and all the second half. And it is interesting that it was all down on the baseball. It was mostly yeah. down on the ba- like yeah. the if you were defending the baseball field, um, it was hard to get back out. Now, yeah. granted, Lucy did go down and and their substitute did score a very wonderful header goal. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a, it was enjoyable to hear that at the end. The hot mic that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of cool. I guess they are really going ahead with their. They're gonna have they're a soccer specific stadium, yeah. which would be cool. I think it's like a, like eleven thousand, twelve thousand. So it'll be cute. Yeah, they won't sell yeah. it out. It'll be cute. It'll be nice. Yeah, they'll sell it out when we come down. Yeah, hell yeah, they will. Yeah. When we come down. Yeah. And and speaking of that, yeah, get ready for us. We're coming back with, with streamers. streamers. That's right. Streamers, yeah. <laughs> we'll coat your baseball field with fucking orange and blue streamers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else? Uh, no, just take care, everybody. Yeah, that's right. All right. Hold so. on tight. There's going to be more news soon. Yeah. So. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. Heck yeah.